Ever since time began, man has played at sports. The earliest sports were somewhat crude. As time went on, sports became more and more sophisticated. Then came the next natural step, endorsements. And it soon became apparent that the sports stars were also the ones who were a hit with the girls. This ensured the survival of sports throughout history. There are professional sports, college sports, all the way down to sandlot sports. And that means that inevitably someone's going to have to be the last one pick. Nick, 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 where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Jerry. Uh, I'm Andrew. Su-fa-chu. <laughs> Su-fa-chu. It's uh, Chris. Yeah. That's so inside. <laughs> Very inside joke. Well, this is the episode that most of you have been waiting for. Too many people, uh, as I found out. <laughs> really? A lot of people have been badgering us, yes, uh, about Roundhouse, that like we're not... Give it a chance, like, you, if you watch it, me, you, yes, people have reached out about Roundhouse. I kind of get it. Yeah. I don't. Do you oh, not get well, it or do you not agree with it? I get it. I don't necessarily agree with it. What do you mean you get it? Well, we'll get into it. <laughs> uh, well, we're talking sports. You have to summarize sports. this whole thing? This is, like, the most frantically paced thing yeah, I've ever was, seen in my life. Was, uh, yeah, it's just talking to... about 20 fake commercials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's... laughs> wow. I don't know if you caught everything. You, Andrew's got half a I page. Kept it pretty, yeah. You know, I figured we would just maybe discuss it yeah. if necessary. If necessary. Otherwise. <laughs> Brief is good. Yeah. Uh, if you guys thought that Rocco movie was fast paced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this show's a different thing. Um... So sports, um, it's called two different things on the internet. It's called sports on the Daily Motion video and one other place, and then it's called Last Man Out everywhere else. And the way that guy does it at the beginning, where he you know does the echo, Last Man Out. Uh, I would assume maybe that means it's the title. I don't know. We'll, we'll call it sports. I like sports. All of the skits are pretty much about sports. But I think he says yeah. last one picked. Or last one picked. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah so last I think one. sports. I'm, I'm going sports. Sports? Sounds good. Um, this episode was a first season, episode three. Aired Saturday, August 29th, 1992. Of course, part of SNCC. Which is kind of crazy to think about this being like... Like how good <laughs> SNCC is? Well, not only just SNCC, but it was on those orange tapes. It was on the two orange yeah, tapes. Yeah, crazy. What a One waste. whole quarter taken <laughs> up by this. Jesus, that's... I, I, I gotta <laughs> disagree with you guys. I... <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. I really, because you seem like... It seems like we're bringing you down. Stay strong. Well... I mean, I hated it. But... <laughs> oh my god! But I, but I don't think it's bad. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, I didn't. Okay. I there's things about it I appreciate. I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate. Well, just right off the bat, I appreciate um, w- how much they're trying to do, like how and executing. Like they're good at what they do. 
It is. There's no. Yes. Right. They're not fumbling. No debating. Yeah. It's it's live. And they're doing something very difficult. Yeah. 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 That was. That's all one shot. Yes. Totally. It doesn't mean it's good. That's (laughs) amazing. No, it's it's technically and logistically impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I would agree with that. Unfortunate stuff to watch the, the episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So this uh this aired August of nineteen ninety two. Let's take a quick mm. look at that month. Uh four cops in the Rodney King beating case are indicted on civil rights charges. Uh pretty big in the early nineteen nineties looking at that. Uh oh yeah, the ripple effect has been <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Cuba wins the first, uh, or I should say, Cuba wins baseball's inaugural Olympic Games. Uh, so they win the gold medal. Cuba, they beat China, eleven mm. to one. Uh, Metallica band member James uh, Hetfield suffers a second and third degree burn during a pyrotechnics explosion on the stage at the Olympics. I should say, of course, the Olympics are going on during August of nineteen ninety two in Montreal. Um, that he's just palm muting so hard. <laughs> yeah, like, his hand caught fire. I imagine the crowd just going crazy, thinking like it's part of it. Like, oh, he's on fire! <laughs> this is metal. Uh, <laughs> um, the original U.S. Dream Team wins the basketball gold medal. Can um, you name one member of the Dream Team, Andrew? You can. No, you can. I Come on. You can. Well, I mean, I'm maybe. Yep. Just try. Have a good. Nineteen ninety-two. Dream team. Most famous basketball Michael players. Jordan. Yep. Yes. Boom. Basketball. Sports genius. <laughs> you. Uh, others? Oh, man. I should know this, huh? <laughs> so we got. Michael Jordan was the only one you had to. <laughs> we got Bird, Jordan, Magic, Barkley, Clyde Drexler. Uh, Chris Mullen is on that team. No? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hakeem. I don't have the full roster. I, don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I also have Pippin yeah. and Ewing are also on the team. Yep, makes sense. Uh, Demi Lovato, who's a famous singer songwriter, is famous born something. Yeah, she's born that month in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, oh yeah, your tune's changing. Yeah. <laughs> huge, huge Demi Lovato fan. I've always loved Lovato. She's always been my favorite one of those yeah. people. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, let's see, uh, Arthur Lee Allen, American suspected murderer, dies that month. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's his deal? What's his uh, deal? he's the guy who most people believe is probably the Zodiac. Oh. Uh, huh. Arthur Lee Allen. Uh, is that the guy just gotta be him. in the movie that... David Fincher's Zodiac? Probably... He's, um... Like the main the Drew Carey guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's him. <laughs> um, boy, I forget that actor's name. He's good. But uh, yeah. yes, that's who Zodiac, the movie, also theorizes. Um, so that's a little bit about the events. TV, I think you'll like some of the shows that premiere this month, August of 92. Uh, we have Martin. Mm. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 all time? No. 15. 15. Okay. 15. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, the Larry Sanders Show. Very good. Very good. Uh, Roundhouse, of course. And uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, premieres on Nickelodeon, and that also means the premiere of Snick. Uh, August 15th, Snick premieres on Nickelodeon. Wow. August, perfect. Yeah. Uh, Music, uh, we got a couple number one singles. Uh, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot for one week. Which unfortunately remains a thing. (laughs) You don't like it? No, you hate it. 
I mean, I think we're. I think we've had. We, <laughs> had we, enough. we understand we, that we, baby we, has back. We've done it. Yeah, we've done it. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite '90s songs by Madonna. This used to be my playground from the <laughs> League of the Soundtrack. <laughs> Do you really like that song? Yeah. Oh, huh, I didn't know you were like had a soft spot for Madonna. I don't. I don't really. Um, that's not my song, but. That but for for that song I kind of do have a soft spot and uh, you know this this episode has a league of their own reference so oh, the moment yeah, was it hot. definitely does yeah. which the crowd loved that is the biggest yeah. crowd reaction yeah no <laughs> doubt like hundred percent Andrew do you have a favorite Madonna song no I don't <laughs> what about um, beautiful stranger from Austin Powers soundtrack <laughs> that's a good one that's not bad I think the strength of the uh, this used to be my or our playground is uh that it plays over the credits as it like clips through old baseball oh, stuff yeah, yeah. So it's a very that's, that's a very good point yeah it really touches yeah. uh yeah. nostalgia bone uh and then for the rest of the month for three weeks end of the road by boys to men mm-hmm. <laughs> you're in agreement i see oh, yeah. uh also released that month uh in Jan- or august of 92 in excess uh, Jim Blossoms, Flaming Lips, Travis Tritt, uh, Eric Clapton Unplugged, um, Garth Brooks, and the Wallflowers all release albums. Wallflowers had a 92 album? Uh, self-titled, yep. Have the you first, listened to it? Yes. I bought it and I traded it in, uh, in the, the 90s. The next day. Like I, <laughs> after, of course, Bringing Down the Horse. Which was is like, a great album. Beautiful album. The next album is also great. Yes. Yeah, really good. Uh, I bought the self-titled out of interest. Like, okay. Well, it's got to be good, and it's it's um. Well, I haven't heard in a long time, but I didn't remember liking it. Uh, movies, um, number one movies that month: Death Becomes Her for one week, which is a strange yes. little flick. Uh, Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood for three weeks, and then uh, <laughs> Honeymoon in Vegas for one week, which huh. I have no idea. I've uh, never heard of that. <laughs> Movies, I well, at least one movie I know you'll like here. Also released in August of 1992, Three Ninjas. Hey. Stay Tuned, which was one of oh. my favorites when I was little. Yeah. That's with um, John Ritter, where they get sucked yeah. in the TV. Yeah. Love that movie. Uh, Pet Cemetery 2. Not the best. No. As the kid from uh, Terminator 2. Yeah. He's going to be back. Edward Furlong. Oh, the new back. Terminator. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of weird. <laughs> They want just just quit it with the Terminators. Uh, I mean, at this point, I'll take another one. Like the last few have been <laughs> that's pretty a, poor. No, that's <laughs> like this. This might redeem it. If not, it's not ruining anything. I don't anything. think so. That's the I'm kind just... of attitude that makes people alcoholics. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that's like an addict. Yeah. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> and then also release that month, Twin Peaks Fire Walk. With I knew me. you were oh. gonna say that. Yeah. Fire, I'm like. When, yeah, when you're like, you'll, you'll like at least one of these. I'm like, is that Firewalk with me that came out there? Have you uh, guys watched the Firewalk with me fan version? Uh, no. <laughs> Josh is laughing at the idea of this. So Firewalk with me is like, there are all these deleted scenes, and it's also out of order chronologically, so a fan put together like all the deleted scenes and rearranged everything to be in chronological oh, order like that. so that it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Did you like it? I love it. It's like four hours long, though. Oh. <laughs> this is like missing pieces spliced with yeah. whatever. Yeah. Which was kind of like presented as its own movie almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Weird. I like the original a lot. Firewalk yeah. with me also as its own thing is just so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, video games, August 1992. Uh, the only thing I have here, Nintendo releases Super Mario Kart. Mm. This is the first in the Mario Kart series. Uh, That's all they needed to release. That's a good release in August. Yeah, great. This is the Mario Kart I wish we all still played. Like, Mario Kart is a cultural thing, but everyone defers to the 64 Mario Kart. Or Wii, I think. Well, Wii is like... I didn't even think that people would defer to that. But, like, for me, if we're, we're like, going to do a Mario Kart contest, I want to play that Super Nintendo Mario Kart. It's It's so hard. It's really? The controls on it, yeah. You guys suck. (laughs) You play lately? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can I can hold my own in the flower cup. Cool. Okay. Maybe not the whatever the last one is. Star no, cup. I can't remember. Yeah, I guess. It's the star cup. Then there's uh, which culminates in Rainbow Road. 150 cc's. I don't believe that you can pull this off, but I like it. I'll challenge you any day of the week. <laughs> challenge accepted. Let's well, pause. That's uh, that's do this instead of talking about roundhouse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know, yeah. it's all about competition. Uh, this True. episode, True. Um, like, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk sports, let's, shall we? Um, the episode begins with the narrator giving a quick recap of the made-up caveman history of sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about this moment? I hate it. Yeah. Okay. I don't disagree. Uh, yeah, not great. <laughs> uh, this leads to the first sketch, The Last One Picked, in which Kelvin is picked last for baseball, and when he asks his dad for advice, he realizes that he, quote, sucks hose water at sports. Which will be a reoccurring joke. Oh, yeah. Hose water. <laughs> As are all the other jokes. <laughs> reoccurring. Yeah, yeah, reoccurring. The next sketch is... And a... sucking hose water. Hose water, um, officially endorsed by the U- oh, U.S. Olympic yeah. team. Right? I liked that, all no, right. The, not the U.S. Olympic uh-huh. team, the U.S. Olympian team, she Olympian. keeps saying. Mm-hmm. Which I wondered, is that like a trademark issue, or just because she doesn't know how to deliver her lines? Or maybe it was supposed to be a joke. Like, part of the joke. <laughs> Keep in mind now, with my month in history, the Olympics were going on this month. So, it, so, so it's that, hot. That tells so me that it's probably a <laughs> trademark thing. Maybe she keeps saying she says Olympian team every time. Isn't that the same thing with like Super Bowl, where like people can't yeah. say Super Bowl? Yeah. Can I say Super Bowl? Uh, you better <laughs> we just said that it out. three times for real. <laughs> well, I mean, you also use music that is copyrighted on every to end every episode, so it'd be a weird time to pick and choose when you care about the legalities. But the NFL technically they seem like jerks. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You think they'll come after us? <laughs> Should I believe it? <laughs> no. No. Okay. I guess I've said it before on urine reviews. Yeah, so. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, the next sketch is a commercial for Share Jordans. Shoes so expensive you have to split them with a friend to afford them. Worst kit? It's, worst, it's, you think? It strikes me as one of the worst. If we're not counting songs. <laughs> yeah, because, good point. Good point. no songs. <laughs> Yeah. I have a lot of okay, questions about that first song. I hope you guys know something about it. Uh, I know well, we're not there called. yet, but uh, Share Jordan. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bad. Yeah. It's the whole premise being... Get it? That's it. Share Jordan? No, you don't yeah. have to explain it yet. Yeah. Share Jordan. That, that, the, the name explains the premise. And... Well, like, the whole... Right, like, 
people are too poor to f- afford Jordans. Yeah, I guess that's... Yeah, if you didn't get that, you should read a book because you need your inferencing skills. <laughs> yes, but in. we're talking Jeez, to people. The whole uh, point Macbeth of this... Macbeth over here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, a reference to last week, so if you haven't listened <laughs> yes. to it, Welcome Freshman, a much better episode. Yeah. Well... A better episode. A very a much good episode. better. <laughs> or just remake Beth, which is much better than both of them. Uh, I, I like the thought of someone just turning off the podcast right now, like, you know what? Yes, I'm going to read some Shakespeare. What am I doing? Listen to this. Don't argue with it. Next, there's a brief appearance by Paula Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> best joke? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just, might be the best joke. <laughs> it's actually it's a pretty bad joke, but the no, image, the image. <laughs> you think it's awful? Yes. <laughs> it's not a joke at all. You get it, Paula Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> it's definitely a good joke. <laughs> him off the courts. Now biogenetic science puts two great celebrities into one amazing bundle of mutated genes. Introducing Paula Abdul-Jabbar! It sings, it dances, it does the sky hook. Combining all the experience of one of the greatest Lakers of all time to the next Laker girl. It's a top dancer and recording artist that can also provide his own assist. Rush, rush, hurry, hurry, get your tickets now for her, for his, uh, for its new concert tour, The Promise of a New Layup. You've never seen anything like Paula Man, woman of the U.S. Olympian team. You just have to see it. This is available on Daily Motion. <laughs> just have to witness the, the show is canceled the in 2019 after this joke, also because they're like, "Is it a he? It's a she? Is it a she? It's a he? She? We'll just yeah, call it yeah. a it." It's a very yeah, very gender yeah. sensitive. This would have made your impossible episodes. Ooh, could have. We yeah. got a woman being hit with a club. True. Yep. This whole spiel, we, we haven't got to the balloon boobs. <laughs> yep, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, the next commercial is for Cheaties, a serial advertised by an overbearing father caricature. John Crane is the actor's name. Ah, John and Crane. And he is absolutely the best cast member on the show. He's Re- good. I mean, he's Recurring decent. character. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know the story of uh, how they found John Crane? Uh, thanks to you, I do. Why don't you tell it? <laughs> you, well, <laughs> you, you tell it. It was in Vulture, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I skimmed the article, but well, it just seemed like he knew the creators. The yeah. the creators are a husband and a wife, and he had already been working them with them in like a theater, tr- kind of a theater group. No, they they discovered him. Actually, know exactly the story. Oh. They discovered him. He was a stand, like he was part of a comedy troupe oh, in okay. in Louisiana, where uh, the what's her name, the the female co creator. Where she was kind of based, and like they didn't have the show yet, but they're like, once we get the show, we need this guy. Like they like they liked him a lot. Yeah, but he was thirty. He was a student at that point, and let He's me tell 30 you, in this episode. Oh, good. This episode twenty in the article. Uh, most of the cast are in their twenties. Oh. John Crane's thirty. Okay, so I will leave this here 60. now and let, let you guys marinate on this. But there is a cast. One of the characters is older than he is. Really? Yep. And I'll let you hmm. think about who that might be. But let's move on. Male or female? Not talking. Gotta be male. Okay. Um, when Calvin's father forces him to play baseball, he and the rest of the cast break into a song. Flop Sweat. 
Okay, I was really agonizing as to what they were saying. <laughs> it sounded like flop sweat, but my right brain my, but my brain told me no, couldn't be. <laughs> couldn't be flop sweat. <laughs> I I thought like butt sweat might make more sense. Yeah, uh, it gets pretty risque in this episode. Well, he was so nervous about playing baseball and being bad at it. Yeah, it please like, explain. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's the what is that? What is flop sweat? It's like a nervous sweat. Flop? Is this yeah. a real? Is this a real phrase? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's not. Yes. Yes, it's a real thing. Like if I looked up flop sweat, if I googled flop sweat, oh, it right. would probably come up in the immediate Google answers. Flop sweat. Flop sweat. Here Look we go. <laughs> The term flop sweat has its origins in the theater and, oh, of course, theater, uh, and refers to the sudden heavy perspiration experience when confronted with anxiety and fear of embarrassment. Though identified with the stage, flop sweat is a very real phenomenon that we'll all experience at some point in our lives. Okay, so that, I'm glad you looked that up. You probably experienced it. No, I, because I, <laughs> I don't care for I think you're flop sweating right now. It doesn't have to be should. the theater, though. No, but it's it comes like from any... theater, which makes sense. This whole, everything about Roundhouse is about theater. Hmm. Like, if you don't like theater, you're not going to like Roundhouse. If you like, if you like theater, you might like Roundhouse. Everything is so theater saturated. That makes sense, flop sweat. So you're familiar with the theater. Uh, I'm familiar with the phrase, you knew That's that all. before this episode? Uh, I knew it enough to like figure out what they were saying. Oh. Is there... Not me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, after after the break, the cast breaks into some hip hop dance moves. That's what I remember probably more than anything. About Coming the back show. from break is just like it's just like <laughs> I remember doing trying to like do a specific dance that they would do because this like show would be on and like they'd move wow. their feet in a way. And I remember hating myself for doing it as like a six-year-old. As you were doing it? Yep. Mm. Self-loathing, yeah. (laughs) Self-loathing. You like the dancing? No. Yeah. The reason I I don't like the dancing is very specific. Like, the dancing itself is fine. Cool. They're good dancers. They're good dancers. That's great. They're very good dancers, I think. But the tonal shift between, like, utter goofiness comedy... And like serious, now we're the same people, we're wearing the same clothes, and now we're, please take us seriously as artists and dancers. That is a big problem for me. Yeah, it's a lot to ask. Um, but is it a lot to ask of a little kid? Like I was watching and I'm like, does a little kid just think this is super cool? I definitely remember, I mean, I definitely watched this as a kid and hated it. Yeah, uh, me too. Like on Nick Both. News levels of... Nick... <laughs> didn't want to watch it when it was out. Nick, Nick Charlatan. I'm not saying it's bad now, but as a kid, I just didn't want to watch it. Uh, I didn't want to watch Roundhouse either. I hated, I actively hated Roundhouse as a kid. Yeah. Like, more than any other show on TV, probably, I hated Roundhouse. Yeah, I love it. It wasn't fun. <laughs> I mean, I love the hate. Not the, <laughs> you know. um, so the next uh, commercial is for Shebok Training Bra. 
which gives girls fake balloon boobs. Oh, like, hey, Dina, you want to go to the dance and stuff? You guys, I am so disbelieving of what just happened. Did you see that, Jessica? I fully failed to understand what they say and her. What does she have that I haven't? <laughs> oh, is a minus slow down in Glenline like totally leaving you feeling flat? Never fear. With a new Shebox pump training bra, you too can be a double D light. Shebox's patented super sturdy air bladder allows inflation up to 40 psi, as verified by a U.S. standard tire pressure gauge. Like, hey Jessica, thanks for going to the dance and stuff. Sure, Jeremy. <laughs> Woo! It's okay. Oh. It's the Shebox pump. Whoa! I wonder if they make one for guys too. <laughs> uh, pretty one note. Uh, yeah, but it's a pretty, um, pretty weird, weird note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Granted, like, all the cast members are actually, like, 48. <laughs> so it's not that weird. But this is a show that's explicitly marketed towards, like, you know, 10 to 15-year-olds. And I guess it's an interesting thing to pause on. It's a different time where that would have been acceptable. That's not even, like, three... That's three steps away from being yeah. anything close to... Like, that's so far removed from being anything that would be kosher today. Yeah, the, oh, go ahead. And to top it off, the last moment of it was, like, yeah. where the guys are, like, well, can I get one of those? And they're, like, all, like, everyone's, like, leaning towards, like, the dude's crotch. crotch. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Very weird. Yeah, the premise being that a girl gets asked out who must have larger breasts. Oh, you noticed them. No, I really didn't. All the until, other girls, not. And then all the other girls are mad, and then they blame it on the fact that they don't have large breasts, and so these you can inflate these balloons to... Mm-hmm. Very, uh, I didn't like it. Didn't yeah, make me feel no, great. Didn't make me feel great. <laughs> what was the next good uh, sketch? The, the next one is a PSA for cheerleading dependency. Uh, also advertising a recovery recovery facility called the Split Center. John Crane kills it in this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's okay. Two months, four months, six months, a year! <laughs> call the Split Center today. It could be the most important call of your life. So what are you waiting for? Give me a C. Give me an A. Give me an L. Give me another L. Give me shelter. Give me shelter. I, yeah, like... I thought this was actually a stronger one. Really? Yeah, the ad, like the addicted to cheerleading. Uh... I don't know. I mean, for this show? Well, I didn't like it because it was just an excuse <laughs> for them to do what they want to do, which is like dance moves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that one guy comes in flipping. Yeah. Yeah. Although he's really good at it. Yeah, he's also, I think that's the one who's, who died while doing the show. What? Yeah. The, uh, I didn't write his name. You're right. You're right. Leukemia. Mark, oh. Lymphoma, I think. Lymphoma. Yes, yeah. yes. I remember this Lymphoma. now. I just had totally blocked yeah. it from my head. Yeah. Um, his last name was Lucero. It's, oh, okay, okay. All right. Or Lucero. Not Lucero's the band. I imagine that's probably pronounced Lucero. Okay. Well, after that is an ad for Stink Ups, athletic BO pads that leave you smelling like a jock in minutes. My favorite sketch. Yeah. What? <laughs> yep, love it. Are you serious? <laughs> Boy, I wish I could be a jock like him. Are you the type of nerd who doesn't like sports but want the girls to think you're a jock? Well, then you need Stink Ups, the athletic BO pads that leave you smelling like a jock in minutes. This is a good place for a stinker. And attract as many girls as you do flies. Ooh, take a whiff of this guy. Like Maximilian Fresh. You've been playing the ball! 
Raise your stock, be a jock. Order your supply of stink ups now while supplies smell. It's just a funny. I like the I like the premise. Is like, if you're a nerd, your problem. Like, I think because one of my bigger critiques of this that like goes back to like being like six, is that these people who are on the show thought they were so cool, and like really. Like, they were just, like, the cool kids. So I liked that they were, like, making fun of, like, the cool jocks by being, like, oh, mm-hmm. no. The only thing the cool jocks have that you don't have is that they smell bad. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, the next ad, my personal favorite of the episode, mm. is the Sports Illuminated Phone s- Sneaker. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> it was a, that was an all-that sketch yeah, that's true. if I've ever seen one. Yeah, that's true. With your paid subscription to Sports Illuminated, you get free the incredible phone sneaker. Come on, you ready to go? Yeah, let's play. Dang! <laughs> Hello? I told you to never, never call me here. Want me to get that? Hold on, I got to call him on the foot. I told you people already get the New York Times. Yes, it's the incredible phone sneaker. Wow, I can't believe it's actually a phone. Yeah, I don't know how they get in touch with me. My feet are unlisted. Actually, do you mind if I make a call? Is it local? Sure. Okay, make it quick, because my last sneaker bill was high. Uh, yeah, it's super dumb, but yeah. something about the him talking to his foot was, you know. You're right. Kind of humorous. I laughed at that. Huh. Yeah. Um, that's followed by the making of the Sports Illuminated Swimsuit Issue on TV. Another kind of uh, pervy one. Yeah. Did we skip over Crisscross? Um, I don't think... No, no. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that one, they got a fake fake water. Um, no, actually, uh-huh. that's not yet. This uh-huh. is just like a brief, uh, like, commercial thing. Like, the dad's uh, watching TV. That's what I thought it was, too. Oh, it comes okay. back yeah. later. Okay. Yeah. Um... Uh, next, we transition to a girl trying to convince her parents to let her play sports instead of cheerleading. This seems like a like something that arches over the episode of girls can't yeah. play sports. This was like the closest thing that felt Which like... Which is never redeemed. Yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, it just felt like the closest thing to a logical like direction for this episode to go yeah. in, but... Yeah. yeah. But it's weird that, yeah, it in the end, the, the, that girl becomes, you know, she, like, her her success story is that she's a singer. Yeah. Not yeah. that she's, it's like, no, yeah, because you can't do sports, you idiot. You're a girl. Yeah, very weird. <laughs> um, here is a brief rap parody of Jump by Oof. Chris Cross. Maybe the worst. Really uh, bad. <laughs> and some of the lyrics here seem pretty off, like uh, for a kid show. Oh, yeah. Talking about a drunk. Uh, I forget what else, but it was it seemed weird. Yeah. Um, next, there's a commercial for Air Chair Jordans, shoes made for doing nothing. Because uh, the first joke was so good. <laughs> yeah, man. Reprise it, as they say. This is the, the third the shoe joke in the episode. I mean, yeah, well, shoes were taken over like the sports they market were. this time. So it was probably probably. I mean, give me a break, though. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, none of them were that great. No. I mean, the no. speakerphone, sneakerphone is okay. 
Uh, next is a broadcast of the Olympic synchronized swimming. Okay. This is like the most visually probably appealing part of the episode. Yeah. Uh, the girl like swimming with fake legs behind her. And whoever that actress is, she's I think the best of the girls. The problem yeah. is she's super annoying to me. Like I thought that she's maybe talented, but mm. I almost I hated almost every performance. She was just like uh, I th- over the see, top. I, I think it was like the right amount. It was almost all that perfect like kind of really Oof. going hard. She was my actually my least favorite. Ca- I huh. like she's talented, but she's my least favorite okay. of all the characters. Well, she's gone on to become a Christian singer. Checks out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here we have a trailer for A Little League of Their Own. Uh, A team made of guys who throw like girls. It was a time all their own. From all over America, they came to form a little league of their own. Whole baseball teams made entirely of... Guys who throw like girls. All right, come on, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. already had one strike against them in their own league but they struck out on their own to excel with plays like the 360 degree wow. another 2019 <laughs> thing that is not gonna fly because yeah. it's just reinforced by everything else in the episode is that yeah. girls can't play sports yeah. sports are for boys that and, and guys who can't play sports are lesser are, yeah, are, yes are yeah. feminine are which yeah. is bad but the audience as you mentioned was eating this up yeah i mean a league of their own must have just been fresh like (laughs) (laughs) oh i guess so yeah the madonna song so people were just uh loving it uh that is weird though that they never like resolve any of this stuff they never like oh we were wrong about this like or there's no female character that rises above and like is yeah. better than the boys at something. <laughs> yeah. Or being last picked isn't so bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. it's bad. Yeah. And you should be embarrassed. <laughs> Which is, to me, the ethos of the whole show is like, yeah, you got to be cool in this really <laughs> yeah, yeah. lame way. And if you're not, then you're lame. Yeah. Um, uh, the next commercial is for hose water, lukewarm water from a hose spout. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Bringing back the hose water, sucking hose water joke yeah. from earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next is yet another commercial for body blinders. Oh, uh, and this is where it really, <laughs> if you were worried at all that like this was a canceled show, <laughs> this is the one that sends it over the top. Body blinders, walk us through it, Andrew. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, this is like a big dog cone for humans, so that they can't see each other naked in the shower. Not for humans, for like. High school boys, okay, in particular, okay. yeah. to not check out other high school yeah. boys. There was a time when I'd say hit the showers and the kids would head for the hills. They'd rather stink than bear themselves in front of their teammates. But then I discovered body blinders. Body blinders are specifically designed to help reduce the urge to take that uneasy curiosity glance by preventing the wearer from seeing anything but the shower head above him. Now, when I say hit the showers, they head for the showers and the body blinders. With new body blinders, your body is lean, mean, clean, and unseen. Yep. That is the premise. <laughs> that is the explicit premise. It is not the implicit premise. It is like they're trying to check out each other's naked bodies in the shower and they can't because yeah, they have the way they act it is what made me so yes. uncomfortable that they're like so aggressively like <laughs> trying like, to turn their heads. Let me 
Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Just remind me that I have to delete this episode if anybody ever finds out that I do this. <laughs> Did you like that sketch? Uh, this, this the <laughs> body cone. Yes, I thought I went without saying that. Well, you were just insane. silent on it. I, I just thought you said it all. Uh, well, actually, I thought it was a pretty. It was very thought. Yeah. Uh, very well thought out. Take on Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. Um. So for the final ad. Uh, we get a preview for an episode of 90210 in which Brendan gets jock itch. <laughs> yeah, did, did it feel like you, like they were like kind of making fun of AIDS or something? They're like acting mm. like oh, like the sort of story of like, melodramatic. Yeah, like oh. we yeah. like, and that's the time for that. Yeah. You know that it's like this is we can't keep this a secret. Like this, like we have to know. Yeah. Like I thought that was a little tasteless as well. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I tuned out at this part. I don't remember that. Um, well, finally, we're treated to Crystal Lewis <laughs> performing I Can I can Dream. And again, a monstrous tonal shift. <laughs> a monstrous The previous episode was making fun of 90210 and said, like... At the end, it's like nine hundred two and zero, the official show of like melodramatic, like like yeah. making fun of overly serious stuff. Immediately, <laughs> then launches into the most over serious, like solo song on stage I by w- a nobody who no one cares about. It's an original ah, song. <laughs> I care about her. Yeah, I hope she's that for the Andrew texted us the lyrics to the song earlier. Which you didn't pick up on. <laughs> Which I didn't pick up on because I didn't watch that. I skipped right past that to the credits. I watched the credits instead. Which is them singing. The credits. This is, it's Andrew, them. do you well, have the, the lyrics here? I don't, but... You want me to pull them up? Yeah, please, please okay. pull them up. Um, yeah, it's very disorienting because... When she starts singing, I'm kind of waiting for the joke. Exactly. And there's no joke. And I, then the cast stands around, like, very, like, enchanted. The moment that they saw the cast, yeah, do the thing where mm-hmm. the, the chin resting on the closed fist, I knew that it was serious. That's when I fast-forwarded it. Well, some of the words here are, I can dream, and when I do it, I can run. If I know that I can do it, it's as good as done. And I know things are never hopeless as they seem, and it won't worry me as long as I can dream. Andrew practically has a tear in his eye. He's so moved right now. Uh, 
yeah, it's a great, it's a great tune. <laughs> Girls can dream about, yeah. you know, one day making a team. <laughs> um, well, if you fast forward, if you fast forwarded through this, you might have missed the end of the episode. No, I saw, In I which got it. Uh, her character takes home the silver medal, the silver medal in the skits singing competition. Yes. Uh, Not in track, which she said that she wanted to go out yeah. for earlier in the episode. Yeah. That her dad said was stupid. Like first, she wanted to play softball, which mm-hmm. is a thing that you know, it's for everyone. It's for like fat dads <laughs> who have no other athletic talent. And there's the whole sequence with the mom saying she was really good at sports in high school. Her dad yeah. stunk, um, but she didn't want to bruise the dad's ego. Yes. Yeah, so that is the the overall message: don't bruise male egos. Yeah. This was just such a weird transition here, though. Like, in the middle of the song, cutting into this sketch that I barely remembered from earlier in the episode, and then she gets the silver medal. Like, yeah. what is yes. happening? Yes. <laughs> is this supposed to be amazing or <laughs> kind of not so good? Well, I mean, the song sucked. <laughs> you give that a gold medal? That's just you not think that that's was implausible. Their, uh, <laughs> implausible. <laughs> I mean, gold medal goes to flop sweat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeez. Well, uh, let's take a look at some of the stuff that went into this. <laughs> Joey is done. Wait, <laughs> la- last little piece there, though, because there's one more moment where apparently happens every episode where someone comes on the stage and says, All right, time to reprise the the, the theme music. And that's when they start saying oh, that. Yeah, again. yeah. But. They pronounce it reprise. <laughs> I've never heard anyone do that. I assume maybe it's a theater term because it's probably a French word and, you know, just yeah. trying to be as pretentious as possible. But I've, have you guys ever heard the word reprise pronounced reprise? No. No. Okay. I don't think so. All right. So now we can... Uh, <laughs> that was good, though. I'm glad they brought the song back at the end. I felt better about the episode. It's memorable. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you knew that song yeah. before we watched it. Yeah. It's not good though. But the, it's uh, title memorable. Song. It's an earworm. The live band's okay, although it seemed like it was all tracked. I, I know, I know. They say the band's playing live. It doesn't look like it. I did notice a guitar player standing like in the background. I didn't yes. catch if he was actually. Oh, he must playing be the band leader. Oh, I know, but I was watching like the movements, and it didn't yeah. seem right. Mm. But you know, I love that Seinfeldian bass. Thing yes. in the theme song. Oh, I have I have a little um, Seinfeld connection coming for you, my trivia. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Um, well, I took a look at Crystal Lewis, our singer. Uh, <laughs> she played various parts in this episode, and she went on to become a gospel vocalist, songwriter, and author. Checks out. Yeah. Checks out. <laughs> she went into bigger. That's great. Yeah, she's having a career. That's cool. Bigger. Uh, cool. Good well, Arguable. <laughs> uh, I took a look at Ivan. The well. Oh, I, blonde hair. Yeah. Andrew's giving me a look here. Did I steal your thunder? No, no. Not you you took a look at him too. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, so he, like uh, Walter from Welcome Freshman went on to the sort of production side of things and became uh, a somewhat prominent director of things. Not, no, I was not prominent, prolific. 
he's directed a lot of stuff. He's directed a lot of like stuff for MTV. He's like directed a lot of. The, he's like the blonde kid. Yeah. That, um, um, and he was also in Newsies. He was a pretty huh. prominent part in Newsies. Hmm. Um, and at this point, I want to know. Well, I'll wait till trivia. That, that's bad. Okay. Uh, well, this episode was directed by Dennis Rosenblatt. Uh, he directed several roundhouses. Um, he directed 28 episodes of a show I had totally forgotten about until I saw the name here, which is Zoobly Zoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great uh, theme song. Very good, yes. Uh, he directed one episode of Politically Incorrect, uh, 35 episodes of a show called Nightstand, one episode of Mad TV, four episodes of Win Ben Stein's Money, mm. Three, do you remember the show on Comedy Central? Uh, three episodes of Crossballs, which was a take on um, Crossfire. Crossfire on yep. CNN. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Um, he's direct. He directed um, Dick Clark's Rock and Eve from 2010 to 2016. Wow, the golden years, <laughs> the final years. Yeah. I think. yeah, the years where every year was like. Holy crap! I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I can't believe this is happening again. He's alive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In that feeling of like they shouldn't be dragging him out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Eighty-eight episodes of The Man Show, uh, and twenty episodes of Penn and Teller Fool Us. So, oh, so, around. Uh, he's yeah, he's still pretty active. The uh, Man Show, another thing that probably wouldn't fly today. Yeah, but it makes sense that he was chosen. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. <laughs> I mean, if this is a misogyny, like this is a breeding grounds for misogyny. <laughs> the roundhouse. Yeah. Uh, trivia. Uh, yeah, I have one little thing here. Uh, this was created by Rebel Entertainment, and I don't know if you guys stuck around through the full credits, but there's a brief uh, little uh, tagline that they have. That's good enough. <laughs> And it felt that's right. appropriate. Yeah, that's... It checks out. <laughs> Alright, so for, for my trivia, I'm coming back to my question. Which cast member was 31? Oh, yeah. Oh, one year older than uh, John Crane? She, she was 31. Oh, I'm going to guess the mom character. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She had a little age on her. But I she was good. She was. She, yeah. I thought she, she was definitely my favorite character. I thought she kind of had a little Audrey Horn well, I had a couple things from Her name the is Sean Daywalt, by the way. Sorry. Hmm. Say again. Her name is Sean oh. Daywalt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's good. Uh, I had a couple things here from the book Slimed. Uh, that's a Clickstein fact. That's a Clickstein fact. Uh, this one's from Heather Sheffield, uh, who is one of the creators. Co-creator, right? Yeah, co-creator. She said, "We were a rowdy crew at Roundhouse, and that, in a sense, by the time we were in LA, we were on the same stage where Gilligan's Island had been shot. So there was a lagoon out back, a two-foot pond, and all the boys had pellet guns. We'd burn things, jump over things with our bikes, just make messes. I brought my puppy to swim in the lagoon." I'm sure Seinfeld was not happy to be located right next to these 20-year-olds blowing things up. So they actually shot on the stage next to Seinfeld wow. and on the stage where Gilligan's Island was shot. That's a click sign fact. Heavy. Uh, and I got one more here. A uh, little, little trivia here. It says the art director on Roundhouse had a thing about, a, a thing about Barbie. 
and would hide a Barbie on the set every week. It would be in the shot, in the background. Uh, they were all costumed. Underwater, bar <laughs> underwater Barbie, drunk Barbie, drag queen Barbie. I had no idea this was going on. Who in their right mind hides Barbies on set? <laughs> Serial mm. killers, misogynists. <laughs> Failed to mention the barber didn't have a head. And that and that set director or that art director was named Ted Bundy. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have one little piece of trivia here. Uh, that um, so the the other co-creator Dave Sheffield, or, or Buddy Sheffield, mm. is the co-creator. Okay. Has a brother, David Sheffield. Yes. Who uh, was the was a head writer for SNL? Also wrote Coming to America and The Nutty Professor. Yeah, oh. yeah, pretty so, cool. Eddie so. Murphy's guy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, who also has a new movie coming out? I wonder if he's part of it at all. Uh, hmm. I, it, it was that close. You know, we lost the genetic lottery on Roundhouse <laughs> to being a well-written show. All right, straight uh, <laughs> observations. Yeah, um, there's a brief reference to the Wonder Years. Sure. You guys have noticed this. Yeah, Got it. they called it the Blunder Years. Yeah, very, very funny. Get it? Edgy. Mm -hmm. Do you get it? I get it, <laughs> yeah. He's got it. I don't have any of this because I couldn't bear to watch it. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you catch the caveman's scores for when he hit the other guy over the head? No. <laughs> 8.7, 9... 7.9 and 8.1. Hmm. Okay. okay. Respectable scores. Um, did you catch the letters on the baseball caps during the first song? Something H. K, K, K. <laughs> Make America Great Again. No guesses? Those were guesses. <laughs> no good guesses? <laughs> no, no good guesses. Uh, R, H. I said it. Second letter H. Well, yeah, you didn't say R H, <laughs> but on. you didn't even give me. An well, I can give you for Roundhouse. <laughs> you could have gotten that R H Roundhouse. Yeah, I would have gotten there. Uh, who was the caveman endorsed by? I don't know. Club Dead. Huh. He turns it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, did you catch the max pressure on the Shebra Sheba training bra? Yeah, forty. 40 yeah. Wow. Both cuts. Forty psi. Yeah. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> For someone who didn't write down any stray observations, that locked. Yeah, that did. I'm like, that's oddly specific. Well, it's pretty much what my tires are. Oh, okay. Uh, do you know what PSI stands for? Um, pressure per square inch. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the name of Paula Abdul-Jabbar's tour? <laughs> the promise of a new layup. Okay. Great. Not bad. Great. Could be worse. Um, did you catch what you get for free if you order the phone sneaker now? No. Get something for free with it. Foot waiting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Foot waiting. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, what is sold separately with the Shebok pump? Hmm. Oh, uh, stretchy sweaters or something? Sweaters. Sweater stretcher? Mm hmm. Huh. That's it? And there's one other thing. Oh, a patch kit. Huh. You get it? Yep. <laughs> um Did you catch mom's self given nickname during her track day? Oh, something flash, uh 
No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like the H thing here. Yep. Just looking for a little bit. You got part of it. <laughs> the first word starts with an F? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm so <laughs> Fran Flash. No. Flash. It was like the Fern Lawn Fern, Flash. But it's very Fern close. Flash. It's very close. Uh, help it's me. Fern out. something. Fernwood Flash. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what type of. Uh, how does the hose water come? Like, what, what flavors? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Uh, regular or dark lick? Dark lick. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a cool phrase. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that's all I have. I'd listen to an album called Dark Lick. Dark Lick. <laughs> that's noted. Quite. I'll, I'll go make one. Alright. Yeah. Uh, no scores, just like Welcome Freshman last week. Uh, nothing on IMDb, nothing on TV.com. Nobody watched it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, out of five Krep stars, what did you give uh, sports? I gave it, I think, a respectable one and a half Krep stars. Wow. wow. So, we talked about it last week. Uh, Never below a two. Wow. So, this is it. Roundhouse has done it. It's broken Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad for the most part. Um, but I did appreciate like how hard they seem to be trying to make this work. Everybody put seemed to put a lot of work into it, except um, <laughs> I think the weakest part was the writing of the sketches. Like, yeah, if those had been decent, the show probably would have been pretty good. Wait, but, what? Because the only thing really likable about it is the sketches as is. Not the songs in the dance. Oh, not the song. Okay, I forget about the songs in the dance. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, but I, I just mean if the sketches were like a little bit more funny or substantial, like the show like, would have been a lot better. It felt like they could afford to like slow down. Yeah, yeah. Didn't need so much switching. Yeah. No one sketch really like stood out. I mean, maybe yeah. sneaker phone, but <laughs> I'm not with you on sneaker phone. <laughs> what was your favorite sketch? Um. I had what was the one before sneaker phone? Kareem Abdul. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Stink ups. Stink ups. That was yeah. my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Stink ups. Okay. Um, I also oh, yeah. did really like how the transitions worked. In yes. This. Like those Incredible. were really good. Yeah. That th- that was my favorite part about the episode with the transitions. That's so hard to do, yeah. and it's all one shot, live to tape, like. Yeah. Very impressive. Well, and I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, I'm going 0. 0.75 crab stars on this. 0. 0.75. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's got to be your lowest rating, right? Yeah. I feel bad because I again I think that technically logistically speaking it is quite impressive and a lot better than a lot of not only like Nick shows or kid shows but a lot of like live to tape shows like that are on now i think that like they were doing some things that were impressive even by today's standards but the their inability to control the tone and the inability to write good jokes or to understand that like their overarching kind of plot didn't come around to any meaningful payoff and and like actually undermined anything that would be good or meaningful um, makes it an utter failure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was bad. Um, This will rival um, 
cat dog talking turkey and the feminine mesquite cousin skeeter as far as low scores go i gave it a one one and a half um out of for sheer effort um, yeah yeah everybody's clearly working very hard to make this happen and that feels even like gross to say that i'm giving it credit just for that because i didn't like watching it um and did I, you guys were you, were you able to watch it in one go without no. getting up or pausing it no uh well <laughs> i don't do like a regular watch through maybe you yeah know, you, on some you, of these like yeah. i'll be clipping back and but but in the process up? of watching yeah i think watch? i got up and did something but good otherwise i'd worry <laughs> i watched when we picked it i watched like i started just watching it and after five minutes i'm like oh, i'll come back to this like days later and after eight minutes i'm like okay i'll come back <laughs> and after minutes. eight more minutes um yeah one and a half uh just like the even just the kind of like you said the writing of a bunch of commercials that's what it pretty much the premise was here's a fake commercial here's a fake commercial and that seems super lazy for a show that's trying to work so hard to do something creative this does uh remind me of the clickstein article that chris uh mentioned to us Mm -hmm. earlier um in which they talk about trying to pack in as much as they can thinking that you know some of these are going to pay off and yeah. the ones that don't are going to be gone in like a few seconds, you know, yeah. which is maybe perhaps not the best strategy. Yeah, quantity over quality. Uh, no, because yeah. everyone's <laughs> favorite time-tested strategy yeah. for art. <laughs> you definitely forget the good stuff with it. So. Yeah, um, it was a it was a bad episode, and I feel like I feel kind of like angry at all these people who've been hounding us for not talking no, no, no. about the show here's the other thing though this was fun to go over yeah. it was fun to relive yeah. it was fun to hear andrew describe but that's not why people wanted to hear us talk about it i don't care how people like wow. I, this was fun yeah i mean i had a good time with it and and, and I, okay so i don't i my my score personally i don't know if you guys think that your scores like reflect some objective art truth (laughs) i don't think that of mine i can see how someone could really like this if you're a theater person there's like a bug on your shoulder it's okay he's a friend Hmm. uh if you're a theater person and you grew up uh, like in the theater (laughs) like go like in like doing theater doing community theater doing local theater doing school theater into musicals into dancing i could totally see how this show would appeal to you because it feels so theater-y and we're i think we would all agree we're not those kind of people yeah and i think that that's a big part of it but i think i definitely get that if you were into that kind of stuff how you might like it yeah yeah i'm with you i think if this was done like if you went to see it somewhere just as like a yeah college production or something like that would feel okay yeah and so the only reason i feel okay giving it a low rating is because the writing and like the overarching idea was clearly not thought out. Yeah. yeah. Well, should we name it? Oh yeah. Uh, I called this one flop sweat dreams. <laughs> 
Very good. Flop sweat dreams. That the, the phrase Andrew's long been familiar <laughs> <Yes>. with. <laughs> yeah, Andrew and his old flop sweat. Uh, I also took a line from the my favorite line, which I meant to mention earlier, but and I'll give the quote later. But I named this episode "Gamey Secretion." Oh. <laughs> it feels appropriate to the episode. Kind of gross. The line, uh, I think it was um, from the hose water uh, commercial. When I'm thirsty, I don't want a gamey secretion from a waterfall in France, which I thought was actually a very good line. Yeah. Uh, well, I just went with the name of a sketch, which is Little League of Their Own. Uh, yeah. No snark? What? No snark? Uh, uh, well, what do you mean? It... Do I intend it to be complimentary? No. Yeah, but it's not uncomplimentary. It does feel kind of appropriate, like, this is the Little League. Yeah. This show. Yeah. And it's, it's their own It's thing. like their They're own really, insult. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Uh, plus the laugh it got. It's, it's the joke of the episode. It is the joke. <laughs> uh, okay, well we're going to take a look at a couple more letters uh, that you guys sent us. Uh, you guys ready? This one is from Bup. Oh, yes. And Bup has just a little helpful information here from me and Max's verses on Doug vs. Arnold when we are desperately trying to recall if Skeeter had a crush, and if so, who. And uh, I feel like a real bozo now. Um, But he helps set the record straight. So he says, uh, hey, guys. Work has kept me bu- uh, kept me so busy of late that I still haven't found the time to write about yet another fantastic week of Pete the Heat. But I had to write in immediately about this week's episode before I even finished listening to it. Skeeter does have a crush on the show. It's not BB. It's Loretta LaQuigley. Uh. Yes. There's an entire episode called Doug and the Little Liar dedicated to her coming to Bluffington and Skeeter falls for her. And Doug doesn't trust her and thinks she's a liar and it's this whole big thing. Sorry, Max, but despite loving both Doug and Arnold, I had to point out I had to point this out, for I am super freaky. <laughs> Bup. Love it. Yes. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Uh, this one's from Quincy. He says, First off, I have to tell you how much I appreciate the show. One podcast that has been getting me through a lot of hard times. The 90s was a time of peace. Keenan and Kel, Doug, and Hey Arnold symbolize a lot of things I didn't have and showcased who I was inside. The friendships I yearned for. I commented on the Doug versus Arnold being a great versus next to Keenan and Kel. So hard to debate. So hard to debate. The episode made me realize I was Doug, the anxious writer, living in an Arnold environment. I wake up every Sunday in hopes of a new episode. Please keep the 90s experience going. Many will never get to know about Nick at Night or Snick. P.S. I became a fan of Salute Your Shorts due to your podcast. Favorite characters are Bud Nick, Ugg, and Telly. Tell Chris to lay off Doug. <laughs> 90s forever, GQ1221. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Quincy. Yeah, thanks, Quincy. Yeah, I like that. Happy, happy we got you in to salute your shorts. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, alright. About Doug. You, you have a... Oh. Yeah, you're yeah. just, just kind of stuck with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck with it. That's okay. Have you reconsidered? Yes. Oh. I mean, I've considered, reconsidered. Oh, but you haven't 
Yeah, no, I've, I've <laughs> come to a different conclusion. Yes, <laughs> my <see>. conclusions <laughs> remain, you know, concrete. So this is from Michelle, and the subject here is favorite female characters. Michelle writes, Hi guys, I love the female-led episode this week. I hope you guys share your list as well. I'm interested in the male perspective on female characters. I wonder if you guys loved the same characters the girls did. My list is a little different than the ones on the episode. I think I'm pulled more towards the mean characters, which probably says something about me. Anyways, here's my list. And she goes, which I appreciate, or which is different. She, she starts with her favorite. Her number one, Eliza Thornberry. Wild Thornberries. I loved Eliza because she was kind, had a super cool power, and not only could she talk to animals, but she always helped them. Anyone who helps animals immediately takes the number one spot on my list. Yeah. It doesn't really fit with the mean thing, but... No, but Eliza's great. Number two, Charlotte Pickles. I used to perceive Charlotte as a bad mom because I personally had a mom more like Dee Dee. Now as an adult, I love Charlotte's one-liners and her strong work ethic. She portrayed the struggle of an ambitious working mom, which I can really appreciate now. And she was totally supportive of her, supportive of her strong-willed, albeit spoiled, daughter. Yeah, love that pick. Yeah, Charlotte Pickles. Great. Uh, Reggie Rocket. Rocket Power. Growing up, I could relate to Reggie in that I was the only girl in my neighborhood group, and I was very into sports. I loved that Reggie could not only keep up with the boys, but was often better than them. This was not shown on TV shows at the time. See, uh, was it? Was Roundhouse. It? See, Roundhouse, yeah. for example. <laughs> Reggie showed that girls can also be competitive. Love Reggie Rocket. Uh, number four, Angelica Pickles, Rugrats. Although often a brat, I loved Angelica. She was bossy and could be mean, but we need to keep in mind that she was a three-year-old. Good point. So I don't know. I don't know if we can hold her flaws against her. I know that as a child, I would be bossy and mean. So I like to think Angelica was more misunderstood. Mm. I also imagine now as an adult, Angelica is a total badass. Yeah. Okay. Probably like Charlotte. Yeah, probably like Charlotte. Well, yeah, I think Charlotte's. I hope she's a little more self-aware than Charlotte. But that was one of the better. Angelica defenses I've, I've seen. Number five, Susie Carmichael, Rugrats. Susie was fantastic. She was the perfect match for Angelica. I loved the competition between them. Susie represented the good leader to me. She was strong-willed, smart, and still kind. She stood up to the bullies and always defended the babies. Number six, Patty Mayonnaise, Doug. Patty was the nice girl to me. She was soft-spoken and effortlessly kind. I admired how nice she was to Doug. It felt like she went out of her way to be kind to him because maybe she knew he liked her. She seemed like the kind of girl everyone could be friends with. I feel like it's kind of yeah. fake, though. She's like, yeah, I'll... she could be more discerning. That's my <laughs> critique. Of okay. Her. Well, I like her. <laughs> a little less ambiguous. Number seven, Amanda Bynes. All that and the Amanda show. Amanda was the it girl. <laughs> I, I remember wanting to look like her, act like her, be like her. Wow. Yeah. Melissa knows about yeah. that. Yeah. She dressed cool, she hung out with cool people, and she had her own TV show. She was the epitome of cool. Number eight, Ginger. As told by Ginger. Although I think this show started in early 2000, I'm including Ginger on my list because I want to, sorry. <laughs> Ginger was so relatable, I still remember this poem she wrote and the scene where she read it, and I felt like she was speaking to me at the time. Hmm. Number nine, Grandma Gertie, Hey Arnold. Probably not on anyone's list. Oh. Well, you're wrong about that. Be on yours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
probably a, like a crisp 10. <laughs> she had it a 9, so. Yeah. No it's, it's, it's a good spot. Probably not on anyone's list, but definitely underappreciated in my opinion. Grandma had her quirks, but she was a total badass. She was always protesting and doing cool stuff that I didn't appreciate as a child. As an adult, I appreciate her spirit. She was not like other grandmas, but in a good way. And number 10, Alex Mack from The Secret World of... Alex Mack. Nailed it. (laughs) Another easily relatable girl, but also had a super cool, although slightly useless superpower. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's a fair critique. Uh, It was nice to see the girl character be the one with the powers. It was also nice uh, that she never abused them. Also true. It'd be hard to not abuse a superpower. For sure. Well, thanks for reading my list. This was a fun break from my usual responsibilities. I'll be sure to email again sometime. Side note, I hope you guys do a writing episode for Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think you would kill it. Keep up the good work. Michelle. Uh, Well, that is a great segue. Uh, Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. Good. Very good list. Like some of those. Uh, Michelle's got a master's degree. Wow. Cool. You could tell. She's a really good writer. Her grammar was perfect. (laughs) You appreciate that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, literally perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that it serves as a perfect segue uh, to what's next, which is Podtober. Yeah. It's back, folks. Year three. Woo. <laughs> you excited? <laughs> I've never been involved in Podtober, I don't think. Really? Not even a call? Yeah, we called you for Zeke. Oh, yeah. 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 That was there quite a while ago, though. Yeah. Zeke. Yeah. We're going to get you on one. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can make, make a. Make, time in my schedule okay cool thanks uh but it'll be another loaded october a lot of fun stuff to talk about she mentioned wanting us to do a write an episode are you afraid of the dark i cannot confirm nor deny but i'll lean towards confirm (laughs) okay yeah could happen uh what's definitely happening is the book club Oh, yeah. Uh, which has already been posted about. We are reading the <laughs> Are You Afraid of the Dark book, uh, The Tale of the Restless Soul. Yeah. I've started. Uh, I haven't. Okay. Now there's definitely no getting out of it, it sounds like. Oh, people have bought it. You're going to have to read this thing. I, I'm going to have to get a copy before they're all sold out, all um, 12 of them. Um, so that's really exciting. Yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, maybe even maybe even call some people and just see what they thought of the book. Yeah. yeah that like could that be fun. Idea. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we're not starting Podtober with the book club. What are we starting with? Uh, we're going to start with Hey Arnold, his Halloween episode. Yeah, Arnold's uh, Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that should be really fun. I yeah, mean, it's uh, gonna be a good one. Arnold, Halloween, two great things. Yep. Yeah. Give people what they want. Arnold. And Roundhouse. And Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Especially what? Roundhouse. Did Roundhouse do a Halloween episode? I hope not. Because <laughs> if, if so, you got to do it. Uh, we don't Such have to do it. <laughs> We've waited two two and a half years to just talk about it. Period. All right. You think we'll get back around to it? Um, back around to Roundhouse. <laughs> okay. Here's I the- like the sound of that. I like the idea of Chris, like, you know, in the semi-distant future, um, revisiting this revisiting roundhouse yeah i would like to revisit roundhouse my question to you guys is would you rather do roundhouse or cat dog oh i mean i'd rather have cat dog personally i'd rather watch roundhouse i'd rather watch roundhouse too Mm. 
I mean, to me, they're at least Roundhouse is like something odd is wow, happening. You like Roundhouse better than Cat Dog. <laughs> this is what I'm uh, sure. Without this question, it, it engages me in a much more active way. Uh, I feel bad now for giving it 0.75 because I'm not thinking of it. Like, I don't think you could pay me to watch Cat Dog. <laughs> Well, you did cat dog yellow with us. I know, and it broke my spirit. <laughs> Wasn't that a Halloween episode? Yeah. Oh, so you're on cat dog yellow. Yeah, you've been on two. You've been on every year. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, Pottober is going to be a blast. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Arnold's a great way to start. In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us like all those fine people did at uh, orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Podbean or iTunes. Leave us a review. That's really helpful. Tell a friend. That's even more helpful. Get them ready for Podtober. They, it's, a, it's an experience. I think you just have oh, to yeah. welcome. Gotta, gotta take a month off to prepare for it. Yeah, so we won't be around in September. Uh, yeah. But it's a lot of episodes to record. Yeah, and sure. a lot of editing. Yeah, a lot of editing <laughs> for me and Andrew over here. Um, but uh, speaking of friends and September. Wow, that's your that's your transition. <laughs> Thanks, for, Thanks for being here, Chris. <laughs> wow. Nanu nanu. Yeah. What did you start? Oh, Sufa Chu. Yeah, Sufa Chu. Yeah, I like that. Are you gonna change it up every time now? Uh, yeah, because I, I don't have a thing, so yeah. I think that my thing has to be changing it up. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Well, uh, we'll see you guys in October. Baseball. Basketball. Wiener dog. Shorts. Spelling is not grammar. Oh, okay. Yeah. That doesn't count as part of grammar? Spelling? No, spelling is different than grammar. Okay. <laughs> that That's an, that's a mis... Like, grammar is like, do you know the rules? Spelling is like, did you... I would think spelling would fit under the umbrella that is grammar. Yeah, but I think that's even more than spelling, that's more of a typo. Okay. Is this yeah, the part yeah, that goes no, at the end right. of the episode? Yeah. I think it's going to have to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I just can't leave this in. Uh, <laughs>